God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a great day to be a Christian. It's a great day to be alive, knowing that God still has a purpose for your life. And so give God praise and thanks, because you know what? He didn't have to do it, but he did. Today, brothers and sisters, I'm going to talk to you about something that's so important. Uh, in fact, it's probably one of my favorite, probably one of my most favorite topics to talk about. You know, I always like to talk about, you know, the practicality of being a Christian. You know, so when you get saved, what does it look like to study the Bible? What does it look like to renew your mind when we say things like that? What does it look like to have a relationship with God? Well, today I'm going to talk more about the importance of renewing your mind and just, you know, knowing that that your mind is in sync with the word of God. And I need to talk to you about that because you know what, brothers and sisters, it's with the mind, believe it or not, that you serve the Lord. You know, now I get it. You're a spirit, you know, and you worship God with your spirit. But did you know that everything comes through your mind? And so I want to talk about that more and just really hone in on that today. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your revelation today that's going to come as a result of this word. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, lead and guide us in this, um, in this study. And just uh, bring those things back to my remembrance, God, to feed your people, to be a blessing to your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so, brothers and sisters, when you gave your heart to the Lord, when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, what happened to you is the Bible clearly says it in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. So your spirit was made new in the image of God. You were made from God's DNA. You know, there is no doubt that God is your father, you know, that you were you were born from him. You were born from above. The Holy Spirit regenerated you. He made you new. You're not the same anymore. You know, you're a brand new creation. And so you gave your heart to the Lord and he changed you. In other words, you're ready to go to heaven right now, today, where you are. You accepted the Lord. You're ready to go to heaven. There is no doubt that, you know, God is with you. God is in you. God is for you. So you're his child. And no one can do anything about that. That's settled. And that's what I love. The fact that, you know what? He went to prepare a place for us. And where he is, we're with we're going to be with him. You know, the Bible says that when you leave this body, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we know where you're going to be because you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you're a brand new spirit now. You're not the same anymore. You're different. However, you live in this body and you have this mind of yours, you know, that's lived in whatever situation you were living in. Your mind has recorded all that information, just like a computer. It's put it on this hard drive, right? It's on the hard drive right now. Your mind is uh, it's soaked it all up. And and that's how you think right now. So if you were in an abusive situation. You know, if you were in a situation where people mistreated you, you were in a situation where you were rejected and things like that. Guess what? You still have those thoughts 
you still have the way you felt, those emotions concerning that situation. You have all of that right now in your mind. I mean, it's there and it's there until you do something about it. Also, the way you live when you were in the world, everything, it's, it's all in your mind right now. Every bit of it, the way you treated people, you know, if you were like really mean and, and, and bad and evil, well, guess what? You saved, yes, but the way you treated people, all that stuff is still a part of your being, part of your mind. It's a part of your DNA, you know, and so this is where it's important, right, once you get saved. And that's what I want to talk about. Did you know that the Bible says as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you can grow thereby, that there's a responsibility for you? You know, God was responsible for saving you. He did that. You accepted him as, as your Lord and Savior. So the salvation process was complete by the Holy Ghost. He did it. He did it. He uh, regenerated you. You're not the same anymore. But he did say in Romans 12, if you read Romans 12, 1 and 2, Paul has some specific instructions for us. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Then he says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, what is that acceptable and that perfect will of God. So God gives us some specific instructions on what it is that we need to do. That's it's important. And he did that for a reason. Number one is in order to get you to walk in the ways of God and to walk like Jesus Christ. There's only one way to do that. And that's through the word of God. The Bible says it's the washing of water by the word. It's the word of God that washes your mind, that renews your mind. And I always like to think of it like this. I remember when I was uh, uh, in the military, you know, well, I went to basic training. And so I, uh, I was uh, in basic training. And what was interesting about basic training is that I, uh, I was there for like, I think, nine weeks. And that was nine weeks of taking a civilian and transforming that civilian into a soldier. You know, before I went in the military, I was just like a kid from the hood. So all of my ways, my actions, my mannerisms, all those things reflected where I came from. And so, you know, I wasn't I wasn't a gentleman. I certainly didn't believe in putting country before me. I didn't believe in putting nobody before me to tell you the honest truth. You know, I didn't believe any of that. And all those core values that I learned in the military and all those skills that I learned in the military was a result of me being in that environment and then for them reprogramming and retraining my mind, you know, but it took nine weeks for them to really, you know, get me to thinking like a soldier. Now, keep in mind that didn't make me a complete soldier, but that was the beginning of the process. And so what I like to do it's kind of relate my experience to being in the military, you know, to being in that in that environment where my mind was being renewed and washed in the ways of the military to where I can begin to think like a soldier, talk about using a weapon and 
driving vehicles and learning how to drive vehicles and things like that that I've never learned how to drive before, how to throw grenades and how to defend myself and just different things that they teach you, you know, when you're in the military. And I tell you, that's how I can relate to this renewing your mind, you know, because I, I still got all these crazy thoughts of when I was in the world. You do, too. You know, all the things that you used to do, the things that you used to turn to, you know, the alcohol, the drugs, the women, all those things are part of your emotions. So I want to see if I can just maybe lay the foundation of uh, really talking about, you know, this thing about renewing your mind. Now, I tell you, uh, Psalms 1 talks about it as well. You know, the Bible says, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. The Bible says he'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, and his leaf shall not wither. Now think about that for a minute. The Bible is telling you that the man of God, the woman of God, who, number one, separates themselves from the world. How do you do that? You do that, number one, through renewing your mind, through starting to get the word of God. He talks about meditating in the word day and night. That's the part that begins the renewal process. That's the part that really works on renewing your mind, getting you to think those things that God thinks, you know, God thoughts you know, good thoughts, thoughts that are good, thoughts that are lovely. The Bible says to think on those things that are lovely, those things that are pure, those things that are of a good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on those things. You know, well, you can't think on those things if you don't begin to put those things in your mind. Think about it. You just got saved. So how, you don't know God. You, you, somebody told you about Jesus and you believed them and you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, but now you got to get to know God. And so through the word of God, through the Bible, you begin that process. And so that's why the Bible is talking about that, you know, you'll be like this tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit and his season and your leaf shall not wither. And so your fruit comes as a result of you being in the word of God, studying the word of God. Um, and really begin to renew your mind in the word of God. And so as you do that, as you do that, what you begin to do is build your knowledge of your Lord and your Savior, you know, and really get to know God. And this is where it all begins, you know, studying your Bible. This is why the Bible says in second, I think it's second Timothy, second um, Timothy, he talks about studying to show yourself approved unto God as a workman who needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, that's the part that, yes, you have to study the word and, and really begin to meditate the word. And, you know, it's so much in the Bible. This is why even in 36 years, I can't scratch the surface and you can't either. You know, so, yes, I study and, and read the word and, and hear the preaching and all that is good because all that helps to reshape you, to mold you into God's image, you know, because you are saved. But keep in mind, you got to get this stuff in your mind. Now, let's talk more about this. 
The Bible talks about man being a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. It makes uh, it, it. It tells us that man is a three part being, you know, soul. Number one, man is a spirit. Number two, he has a soul. Now, his soul is his mind, his will and emotions. His soul area is where his mind is being renewed. This is the important part. This is the connecting piece, because think about it. Your body is here to house your spirit and your soul while you're on the earth. Did you know that your mind is used to contact, to help you contact this physical world, to help you uh, absorb and, and really be able to absorb information, to help you really uh, sort of uh, uh, assimilate into, the, into this earth, into this world? Not that you're becoming... Um, um, being of the world, you're in this world, but you're not of the world system, you know? And so your mind helps you. It's your mind that generates these thoughts and it's your mind that helps you to meditate on the word of God so that that word can get down in your spirit. Did you realize that really everything comes from your mind? The Bible says, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. Well, that word heart in the Greek is your mind, right? Because out of it flows all those issues concerning you, concerning your life. And so it's important for you that you, as a child of God, begin to uh, really get absorbed in this word and get this word on the inside of you to help you to become the better version of you, you know, the, ver the version that, that God wants you to be. Because what happens is as you begin to walk in the word and meditate the word and get the word on the inside of you, it will help you separate from the world. I promise you, because you won't want to do the things that the world does. You're not going to want to be a part of that world system. But what you're going to do is you're going to want to be a part of God's system here on the earth, part of the kingdom of God, you know. And so this is what's important um, for you as a child of God. It's very important. Now, if you read in the book of Joshua, and uh, I think it's the first chapter, when God admonishes and encourages Joshua, he told him that this book of the law shall not depart out of your heart, you know, but you shall meditate in it day and night, you know, that you do what's acceptable to the Lord. It'll make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. He even gave Joshua instructions how important it was for him to get into the word of God. I don't think that we're denying the importance of the word of God, but I'm, I want to stress the importance of the word because it's vitally important to you as a child of God, you know, to really, to really get this word on the inside of you that you can be the child of God that God called you to be, that you can be the man of God, that you can be the woman of God, because the Bible says that you're going to grow up. Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child and I did childish things. But he said, when I became a man, I put away all those childish things. So as you get in the word and you study the word, you begin to grow up in the word. You begin to grow up in the spirit. You know, it's important that that you grow up in God, you know, and that's how you do it is meditating 
on the word, getting in the word, hearing preaching, putting on a good preaching tape, putting on some good praise and worship. All that helps you to grow up and keep your mind straight, keeps your mind right. And here's the thing. The thing about the mind is that if you begin to let garbage come in, right, and let that garbage stay in, that garbage begins to stink and it attracts flies. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you got garbage, you attract flies. And unfortunately, those flies, they lay eggs. They lay larvae, right? And those things become maggots. And they begin to cause things to rot in your mind, so to speak. And it's all a spiritual analogy, right? And what happens is when you're not meditating the word and you're taking in all the things of the world around you, what happens is the devil much like those flies, he's attracted to all that stuff, you know, sin and things like that, that attracts Satan. So he wants to come in and that's his way in, you know, but the Bible tells you what you can do about thoughts that are not like God, because the thing is that if you're not putting in good, good things in your mind, then you're putting in bad things, right? And those things are not going to be helpful to you because they're not going to help grow you up. But what they will do is help to throw a stumbling block in your way. And so what you want to do as a child of God is you definitely, um, you definitely want to uh, do what the Bible says. The Bible says, it says, casting down all thoughts and imaginations that exalt itself above the knowledge of God. The Lord wants us to bring those thoughts into captivity and the way we do that is through the word. Instead of thinking on those bad things that the devil is trying to put in our minds and trying to plant in our minds, you know, think on good things. Those things that are pure, those things that are lovely. That's how you get those thoughts out of your mind. The devil is telling you you're going to fail, that you can't make it. You can't be successful. But God is telling you you are successful. If you get in the word, you'll make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. And so you have to replace those thoughts that the devil give you with those thoughts that God give you. Now, here's the other thing. As you're developing your mind in the word, you're also developing your spirit and faith. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you're developing your faith as well and you're building your faith. See, and so as you get in the word, that's a twofold process. It's renewing your mind and it's building your faith. It's so much we can talk about about this. And so I wanted to limit it this because in maybe three parts or so, because I know it's difficult when you see part one, part two, part three. But I'm going to stop right here because I want to talk more about this because this is important and we need to know more about it. But anyway, uh, brothers and sisters, if you've never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, and we're going to cut it right here. But if you never accepted him, here's your opportunity to do so. And right now, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. I come to you right now, and I'm a sinner, and I want to be saved. I believe that you died for my sins, and I believe that God raised you from the dead. Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. You need to get in a good Bible-believing church. Get you a good Bible. Get some good friends, some people who believe God, that believe the Word of God, and associate with them. And brothers and sisters, if you got any questions, you ever got 
issues, you can email us. Email me at leonardcousins at sbcglobal.net, L-E-O-N-A-R-D-C-O-U-S-I-N-S at sbcglobal.net. God bless you. God keep you. And listen, stay tuned for part two because we're going to do part two again, you know, talking about the importance of renewing your mind. It's vital, man. It's vital. Well, God bless you. Be blessed, y'all. This is Brother Leonard. Have a great day.